0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to PB PBN Style. You are listening to the number one podcast for think-ups, startups, and scale-ups who want to use authentic marketing and personal branding to attract, engage, and convert the right audience. Now, here's the thing, guys. We can't grow if we aren't selling. We can't sell if no one knows who we are, and no one will know who we are if we aren't optimizing our ability to be searched, our services, our services, programs, our products, if we are not doing our part to make sure we are seen, aside from being authentic and, you know, really letting people in and being transparent and meeting people where they are, if we aren't letting them know that we are even there, if we're not showing up then we are not going to achieve our goals of success in our business, not to the degree that we want to. So if you are interested in understanding what we need to do, what you need to do to optimize yourself in search engines, i.e. SEO, then stick around because that is what we will be talking about today on the podcast. Welcome to PB and Style, the perfect podcast sandwich where host Andrea Patrick empowers, educates, and encourages you to find your inner influencer and personify their brand. She'll have you tapping into your authentic authority and engaging in a real way. Remember, leadership is a journey, not a destination. Enjoy today's dish. Okay, so a lot of you guys are like me. You're solopreneurs, um you are growing your business, maybe you're coming from corporate job, you're doing a side hustle, trying to make it, um, t- trying to grow it so that you can leave your corporate job, or maybe you are um, someone who is really excited about a hobby or a, a discovery you've made, and you think that it will be very helpful to other people, whatever the case may be, whatever you started your business, listen, if we aren't able to showcase our value, then we won't be able to achieve our goals. And so, you know, your business isn't going to grow if it doesn't make sales. It's not going to make sales if people don't trust you enough to make that purchase. People aren't going to trust you enough to make that purchase unless they see your content, hear your content, and your credibility is, um, is given, you know, they, they see their credibility in your content, and that's not even going to be seen if you're not in the right places, if you're not showing up in their searches. And so that is why search engine optimization is so important. Now, it is a beast, though, I get it. And one thing that I am really learning is I am, my business is sort of growing, and I'm having to pivot a little bit. Um, into more of an agency setting, because I'm recognizing that, you know, Teaching people how to do it themselves is great, but a lot of people just want to give it to someone else to do. I get it. So we're going to be able to facilitate that as well. But in the meantime, I still think it's important that we know what it is that is needed to be successful in our business, whether we are going to be the ones to do it or we are going to delegate it out. We need to have an understanding of it. So, that when it's time for us to hire someone or to collaborate with someone, we know what's going on. We're not operating blind and letting someone else lead us. And so, we have to have this information for ourselves. So, whether you are going to be the one that actually does the social media marketing for your business, creates the SEO for your business, or, or does the SEO for your business, creates the content for your business It's still imperative for you the business owner to develop a foundation for your brand it needs to have a brand it needs to have an identity you need to have a narrative around it and you need to have systems in place that will leave a lasting legacy for those who come in contact with you because you want them to come back so you want to grow loyalty so seo is important in that process okay now I am not going to be on this podcast talking to you from the position of an expert in SEO because I am not. That is not where I'm coming from. But I am someone who likes to research and understand what is happening. So even if I were to hire someone to do the SEO for my business, I want to understand the words coming out of their mouth when they're telling me that they have to do X, Y, or Z, or they need access to ABC. I want to understand the reason why. I don't want people telling me. So for me, this podcast is informative. It is to give you information on what you need to know about how to optimize your content, how to optimize your business so that it is showing up in these searches, it's working with these algorithms, and all the things that is going to help you become top of mind for those looking and searching for the information that you have. Now, I've got eight different things here that I'm just going to run through really quickly. It's not like I'm going to elaborate a ton. I may give you some um, examples of how I'm using it in my business or my thoughts on the issue and maybe some of the challenges that I've had faced when I faced with these particular items. But Outside of that, do not listen to this podcast as if I am the expert in SEO. I am providing you with information. And if you're like me, you'll grab hold of it and you'll go and do your own homework. Um, And you'll also write in. And the best place to share it is over in the BTB Boss Talk. That is my Facebook group. And so this is a perfect discussion. Like, how are you increasing your SEO? What challenges are you having with showing up inside these searches? That is... The Boss Talk is just the best place for that. So I'll make sure that there's a link in there. Otherwise, if you're like excited, excited, go ahead over to Facebook right now. You can check out uh, the BTB Boss Talk. That's the Facebook group and uh, join. Um, And we can have this discussion in SEO. I think I might even do that the day I launch this podcast. I might even have that on to have the discussion. Anyway, I could ramble all day, but I'm not. I'm going to get to these eight things that can help you increase your SEO that might even lead to monetization. And the first thing is to publish relevant content. Okay, so how do you know if your content is relevant? Well, first of all, look at what's happening around you. Research your audience and determine what questions they're having. Do a little market research. And then once you get those questions answered, you can create content that is answering the questions that your, your audience has. You can look to see what they're doing on other platforms what some of your competitors are talking about, if it's relevant, and you see people engaging with that content, then that might be a cue for you to create content along those same lines. So you want to make sure that you are publishing content that is relevant for the times. Um, This is not necessarily to say have trendy content, because, you know, that can be a double-edged sword, actually, but but when I'm saying have relevant content, I think it's more important for you to look at where your audience is at any given moment, what questions they're having, what challenges they're having, and you speak to those challenges, you speak to those questions so that they feel like you know you are right there with them, you have met them where they are, and you are providing them with the content they need at that moment. So that would be my suggestion um, in terms of what I believe relevant content is. So the first thing you need to do to increase your SEO so that you can monetize is to publish relevant content. Now, the next thing you need to do is this is something that I, I find very important to do. And I, this is why I am in the process of looking for uh, a teammate for this particular thing right here. And honestly, my daughter was supposed to help me but we all know how that goes. <laughs> anyway, so this is updating your content. So I was recently listening to a podcast whose podcast was that I listen to so many podcasts. Um, I want to say this one was with uh, Amy. Um, over in um, Detail Therapy. I think that's where I was listening to this one. And she had a guest on talking about YouTube. And the person she was interviewing mentioned that he goes in pretty regularly and watches his analytics, obviously, to see what uh, videos are performing well and which ones seem to be slowing down. And he goes in and he might even update the thumbnail. He might update the title. He might go in and update the description, update the tags. Um, and then he even mentioned that he would go in and update the actual videos. He might pull a video and redo it and stick it back up there. But the point is you want to update your content so that you are staying relevant, if you will, and that your content, the analytics, the, the views and things don't go stagnant and you can um keep people interested in that same topic or that same subject matter that you're talking about in that piece of content. So I love this idea about going through and updating your content on a regular basis. Um, And I am going to definitely be putting that more into practice. Um, Just, you know, maybe a good idea for this is if you have a blog, like I have a blog, But I, you know, as you build your business, you learn that things, you you really kind of figure out what's going to work best for you. And I've found that podcasting is better for me than blogging, but I still have blog posts on my website. Well, I can repurpose those blog posts or I can repurpose and update my podcast and turn them into blog posts and have some cross promotion going on between the blog post and the podcast. So you see, that's a way to update and make um, and refresh the content that you already have working for you but you're not having to overwork yourself constantly creating content now i will say one of the things that my friends used to tell me all the time is that you have enough content you do not need and i've had so many people tell me this you do not need to create any more content and early in my business i had no idea what they meant by repurposing or i just felt like i needed to just constantly churn out a new blog post a new this a new that a new product a new this And um, what I'm learning or what I did learn over the years is that, no, you create really good quality content and then you update it and you repurpose it. And that way you're not spinning your wheels. You're not overworking yourself. You're not being overwhelmed. You um, and Over in the marketing matrix, which I'll talk about at the end of the podcast, one of the things that I do teach is creating these content buckets to help you make sure you're staying on, you know, you know, staying consistent with the type of content you create, but it also makes it very easy for you to repurpose content. Um, and, And obviously, I'll talk all about that inside the marketing matrix. But for now, we're on the podcast. And let's move on to number three. Now, number three, oh my gosh, this one, guys, I had to stop with like the SEO research, and go and research this thing all by itself. Because you know, one, but gosh, they're like a gazillion different other ones that um, that you should know about. And that is metadata. Okay, now, what is metadata? So by itself, it, the definition is a set of data that is a description about your content. Okay. So for instance, on my website, when I do my podcasts, there is a section for metadata, and I can go in and use the information from, you know, say my description, a, a brief snippet of it that explains what the podcast is about. And I put it in that section. And that gives me the metadata for my podcast. And as long as I give the description and use the keyword all throughout, then that helps to increase the SEO of my Podcast and more people will see it. So, the like the brief overview of a metadata is the description of your content. How are you describing your content? And definitely make sure that you are putting those keywords in your metadata. Now, if you're on different uh, types of website platforms, you'll have to find where it is you put your metadata. If you have someone that is doing a website for you, they should know where to put the metadata um, embedded on your site on your pages so that when it shows up in a search engine, it has that metadata there. So it's showing up in the right place. But I just want to share with you, I did some research on metadata. Because I just wanted to know more about it. I didn't want to like just have that little small snippet of information. But there are five different types of metadata. Okay, you've got descriptive metadata, which is basically what I just described. Um, And you want to make sure that you have like, like say, if it's about a blog or a podcast, you want to make sure that you have the title, the author, the date of the publication, what the subject is, a description, anything that's going to identify that piece of content in a unique way. That is what your descriptive metadata is. But then you have structural metadata, and this needs to identify the use and process um, Data, which is the data matrices and data like names of columns uh, or dimensions of statistical cubes. That's a little bit more technical. We probably won't have to deal with that. Then you've got administrative metadata, which is data necessary to, to manage and use information resources, typically external to informational content of the resource. I'm reading you the definitions because I just, no point me trying to memorize them. Also, they've got a reference metadata. This is information about the content and quality of the statistical data, which is another type of metadata, statistical metadata. And this is another word for that is process data. And this describes the process that collects or produces statistical data for your for your content, I'm assuming. So I'm telling you guys, metadata is it's a beast. So I hope that helps you with it. But number three is really to just make sure that and to increase your SEO, that you have metadata. And I'm assuming that you want to make sure that it's going to be that descriptive metadata, but also know your statistics, your data, your analytics, so that you have a clear understanding of what's working and what's not. That's kind of what I'm taking away from that. If you know more, say more, share it in the comments below. All right. So you also want to have a link worthy site that is something else so you want to have your people go in through your website they hit the home page you want them to have clickable elements on your website um number five is you want to use alt tags okay so you want to tag all of your things um let's see Now, your alt tags are going to be those things that identify images um, or um, things that you want to make sure that they can determine what the image is. It's it's, it's an alternative tag to to an image. It says it's used by screen readers, which are browsers used by a blind and visually impaired people. Uh, These screen readers tell them what is on an image by reading the alt tag. The title attribute is shown as a tooltip when you hover over the element. So you want to make sure that was just straight out of Google, people. That was the definite definition of an alt tag. So um, it's great when you have images on your website, on your content that you have these alt tags when they hover over. them, They have the description of what it is or the attributes of what it is so that um, that is just another way to tag your content and increase your SEO. I hope that's making sense to you guys, because like I said, I'm not coming to you as an as an expert on SEO, but I am coming to you as someone who has been researching it and trying to understand all the various elements of it so that I can help you. So see, I'm a resource um, for you guys. All right. What else do we have? Oh, okay, we've got number six is the URL structure. Okay, so you want to keep your URL structure simple. One of the things that I do when I am doing my podcast is I try to um, keep in mind what the podcast is about. I want to make sure that in my URL, I'm using my keywords, and I also want to make sure that it's a simple URL. I do it primarily because I want people to be able to quickly type in the podcast or to quickly find the podcast. So that's primarily why I do mine. But in terms of SEO, it's definitely important for you to structure your URL in a way that is simple, but also includes that relevant content like your keyword that is going to be imperative to increase your SEO. All right, now backlinks, this is number seven. And these are links from other sites to yours. Now, I used to use these a lot more um, because it was a great way to sort of cross promote. And it was a great way to get attention of uh, other people that you wanted to have their attention. So for instance, I would write a blog post if I mentioned some other resource that I use to create my blog post, maybe another blogger, uh, maybe another influencer, I would tag them, I would hyperlink their name to whatever resource I used, or I would hyperlink something, you know, so that it would, they, if someone clicked on that link, it would go over to that person's site or the resource that I used. And I used to get a lot of thank yous. Yeah, I see you tagged me in this. Thanks so much, so much. I So I did used to do that a lot more. Now, Um, what I do is I am when I interview people and I, and I, and I, um, having them on the podcast, or if they're going to be on my YouTube channel, I always make sure that I link them link back to them in some way so that we are getting that. And then they will also, they will share the podcast interview that they're on and they link it over to me. Um, so those are like backlinks so that, um, you know, you have this cross promotions cross pollination of of information so that means you're getting a wider reach so that also is going to increase you um, increase your SEO optimization all right so again we talk about uh, images I know we mentioned it up in the alt tags but also you want to just make sure your images this is number eight this is the last one make sure your images are quality images guys um, I know png files are a little or bigger than a jPEG file but make sure that your quality of your image is there prior to you downloading it make sure if you're going to take a picture take your time if you're going to use your phone think about it be intentional about the image you know think about the lighting think about think about the after effects where you're going to put this image and the people that are going to, Recognize your brand or learn about your brand from the image that you're going to put out I have an entire course called promotional picks 101 and um I will be relaunching it later, but that wasn't for this podcast, but I do have the course and it talks about this, the importance of imagery in your development of your brand, because people are very visual and they will remember a bad picture. They will remember that so clearly versus words on a page, like just typed words. So, if you want to increase your SEO, if you are in the market, if you are in the market to monetize your brand, this little ramble of a podcast hopefully will help you understand a little bit more about SEO and how you can use it to monetize. I'm going to run through the eight um, things that you can look at right now to help you optimize your um, your SEO to increase it and monetize right now. So, the first one was to publish relevant content. Number two is to update content regularly. Number three is to use that metadata, put that metadata in there. And I gave you a list of five different types of metadata. I think most important one for you to recognize right now is the descriptive metadata and the statistical metadata, just understanding um, what needs to go in that information and how to use it to, to do better. And then also we talked about having link-worthy sites. So you want to make sure that you're, you've are you got lots of links and people can move around. You want them to stay on your site longer. You want them to appear interested in what it is you have because if that happens, then it means what you have is valuable and that will help to increase you uh, in the rankings on SEO. Um, also, and that really works well for um, uh well, it's not the same, but YouTube is like it's, if you think of it in times, terms of like YouTube, the longer you watch the video, the longer your view time is, the the more YouTube believes that that is a piece of valuable content. So they might up it in the rankings. That's a good example, I think, if not. Someone will tell me, I'm sure. I also use URL structure, right? You want to make sure that your URL structure is a is right. So keep in mind that you want it to stay simple. And you want to use relevant words, primarily the keywords. So you want to have a very simple URL that includes your keywords. And remember, your keywords should be throughout your entire piece of content. If it's a blog post, it needs to be in the body of the blog post. It also needs to be in the title of the blog post. And then if you're going to do hashtags, it needs to be in the hashtags. And it needs to be in the metadata of that blog post. All right. Next, you got those backlinks. You want to be sharing and cross promoting with other people, having clickable links um, that send you to someone else, and then that person sees it and they send it back to you. It's fantastic. It works very well. And then lastly, you want to optimize your images. Oh, do we talk about the alt text? Sorry, the alt text. That is where you have those images, but there's a if you hover over there's a description of the image that tells you what what that's all about. Alt tags. Okay. All right. Now, I know that this was a flumble, flumble sort of a podcast, but I feel like for those of you who have absolutely no idea about SEO or how to monetize it or what to do, I think it gives you a really good insight. It is a great catalyst to get you started on creating better content that is optimized. And I think that when you have this information, you can then make sure you're consistent in doing it across the board and everything and all of your content on your website your podcasts, your blog posts, your YouTube videos, I think when you have this type of information, it really helps you understand more the value of being very intentional with what you're doing. I think it really emphasizes the point of understanding your personal brand and what you need to do your best. And I think it really also helps you understand how to use that personal brand and leverage it across these various platforms in a much Better way, you're able to optimize your efforts a lot more when you understand what needs to go into every single piece of content you put out. It's not just putting out content. It's not just I came up with an idea and I want to just write about this idea. It's about thinking about those keywords that you're going to use, thinking about the description you're going to give it, thinking about how you're going to shorten that URL thinking about who you can connect this piece of content to so that you have backlinks, thinking about the images that you're going to use that may have to speak for that podcast or that blog or that piece of content on its own and the alt tags you use for that. Um, So I think If nothing else, this podcast should have helped those of you who have absolutely no idea about SEO, understand it a little bit better, at least be intrigued enough to go look at it more for yourself. And for those of you who had an idea about SEO, but weren't quite sure how to use it in your business or what it meant for you specifically, I think that this podcast is also going to help you because if you just rewind it and listen to it slowly, um, Even though I'm rambling a little bit in it, you will get a clearer understanding about how to use SEO in your business so that you can optimize your ability to monetize. And that's what we're all in this game for, right? We're not in it to, you know, get a bunch of thank yous, right? We're trying to build a business. So... That does it, guys. I hope you enjoyed this week's podcast. I know it was a bit of a ramble, but I just, you know, again, I like to share when I learn. I want to share it with you. Now, I am going to put a discussion inside the Boss Talk group over on Facebook about SEO because this is just the tip of the iceberg. So if you know even more um, and you can elaborate on any of these things that I just talked about today on the podcast, please join us over in the Boss Talk group on Facebook, the BTB Boss Talk um, you can just type that in the search and it'll come up. The picture of me it says "BGB Boss Doc. Um, And I will have the podcast up on the uh, pinned up at the top on the day this podcast launches so that we can start this conversation and talk about SEO as bosses. Now, if you're not a member of the group, go ahead and join. Also, I will make sure all of the links are down below. If you're not following me already on Instagram, go ahead and do that. It's AF as in Frank Patrick a f patrick find me on instagram let's have some conversations over there as well but until next time guys don't forget you've been listening to pb and style it is the number one podcast for think ups startups and scale ups who want to use authentic marketing and personal branding to attract engage and convert the right people have a great day guys and come back next week for another episode don't forget to join Andrea over on our website where all the deliciousness really happens at andreapatrick.com. You can also find her on Facebook at AFPatrickConsult, Twitter at Andrea F. Patrick, LinkedIn at AFPatrick, and Instagram at AFPatrick. Thanks, and we'll see you next time.